0: Good evening this is mandy bellings with ksom and ks 95 news Cass county engineer trent Walkins says with the window of nice weather coming up crews will begin pouring bridge number no. 319 over indian creek on g30 tomorrow sounds like we have at least 72 hours of good weather um, with lows above freezing so it's kind of exactly what we're looking for so we're, yeah, we're going to pour tomorrow it's about 290 yards Wait for the weather to warm up enough, and we have enough sunlight to get it done. Uh, but we will have we will have light towers and everything. It'll be protected. We'll have some burlap straw and, uh, and poly on it. So, Wilkin said that should get them into finishing the rails and on the road to finishing the project. Wilkin also reported that the Culvert Project on 720th Street is complete and that opened Monday afternoon. And the Culvert Project on 700th Street north of Quincy is making progress. In other news from the Cass County Board of Supervisors meeting this morning, the board received a presentation from Ryan Bourbon with Assured Partners on health insurance year-to-date claims and ISAC rates for July. The supervisors also approved a resolution setting compensation of elected officials for fiscal year 2024 as previously approved by voice vote on March 21st. Auditor Kathy Summers said a member of the public contacted her and they said they were looking for the resolution and could not find it. And since this had historically been done by resolution, she thought it would be best to consistently approve this in resolution form. This way, the resolution can be posted on the website for the public to view. The Montgomery County Board of Supervisors turned down adding YouTube to its streaming program. The agenda item died due to a lack of emotion. Uh, YouTube is just a streaming platform which we could live stream to, but not without adding another layer of software between YouTube and Zoom. It would not take place of Zoom. The only benefit would be YouTube would be to add recordings after they're saved to Zoom and that they'd be out there and won't be deleted like our zoom recordings because we can only we can only store so much we only have so much space montgomery county auditor jill ozuna says the stream would no longer be on the county's cloud and would be transferred to youtube however supervisor donna robinson's concern was adding another layer of software i heard it all let me what what spoke loudly to me was another layer of software yeah um, I heard it, heard it all <laughs> yeah. but I another yeah. layer of software oh. I'm not sure what that would be is there is there a fee by the way an, addi- an additional fee for whatever that layer of software is no I don't know I know there's no fees for YouTube um but I do not know about the software I can see if Sonia's available I think she's right here I don't think we want to go on the World Wide Web And be there for eternity? I don't believe so, in my opinion. Supervisor Mark Peterson stated that adding YouTube doesn't save money, and if there is a chance it will cost more and add another layer of software, he was not in favor. Speaking for the board, Donna Robinson said she feels they do an excellent job of getting the meetings out to the public via Zoom. A group of firefighters are developing a Guthrie County First Responders Association. Levi Johnson, spokesman for the association, said the main goal is to allow firefighters to respond to medical calls, boost EMS, and provide general patient care throughout Guthrie County. A brief example would be if um, City Guthrie Center gets a medical call, they would pay Guthrie Center Fire Department along with uh, currently have set up an ambulance. Uh, No matter how that is, um, for anywhere in the county. That fire department would be paged to help do things like, you know, bandaging wounds, start CPR, just give them that initial patient first line care. Right? First-line BLS care okay. until a transporting unit arrives. Johnson said initially it would be challenging to spark interest and get the association up. He said one of the ways they can draw interest in the association is by hosting a free EMT class next spring. How it's planned right now is to be completely free of cost um to the, the students in the class which is unheard of. So there are some good things coming. The goal is to partner with DMAC to put on the classes annually. Currently there is enough funding for fifteen EMT students. The group is in the process of becoming a 501 C three nonprofit to continue to fundraise. It's kind of a two-pronged approach and the county's working on um, the countywide EMS system and how that's all playing out for transport. Uh, But as we've talked many times, the only way to actually fix the problem is to have some first response locally. Um, And we feel like this is a good opportunity to grow those local responders. He said they currently have seven firefighters signed up for the EMT class. The class is 60 hours in the classroom and 60 more hours of on-the-ground training. Johnson said they hope to use all local paramedics to teach the skills. There will be five different places to take the class throughout the county. The annual Christmas Bird Count is a valuable research tool for the Audubon Society and is the nation's longest-running citizen science bird project. Cass County Conservation and the Iowa Bluebird Conservationists are once again hosting the Bird Count on December 17th. Chris Parks, President of the Iowa Bluebird Conservationists, says the Christmas Count is a worldwide event throughout North America, spearheaded by the Audubon Society. This is the 124th year for this event reason this is valuable is you know we do this at a a certain time of year here in North America where we know that species that are hardy and that are really year-round native to certain locations are going to be there uh, because obviously a lot of the other birds that we see in the summer are going to be more migratory where they head back to somewhere else to, to overwinter. So this has really given us a good idea of the numbers of birds that are here year-round. Park said the annual count also establishes trends. And of course, uh, you know, year to year you see those trends. Whether we're seeing, you know, more of a certain type of species or less, than that kind of gives the Audubon Society an idea of hey, maybe we need to look at why this particular species bird is, you know, either losing population or or maybe gaining. What's the reasons why and and how can we help that? Park said those wanting to participate in the count will meet at Cold Springs Park in Lewis at 8 a.m. The volunteers will divide into groups and cover different sections of the count circle birders are encouraged to dress for the conditions and bring binoculars and bird books if they have them, otherwise they can be provided. It is also suggested to either wear or bring along an article of Blaze Orange clothing for any birding in the parks that allow public hunting, as it will be the final day of the deer season. The count will run until 3.30 p.m. The route is a 15-mile diameter circle. Chris Bark said they would meet for lunch at noon at the Atlantic Pizza Ranch to compare lists and reboot for counting in the afternoon. You are welcome to join for the whole day or just the morning or afternoon sessions. All abilities are welcome, whether you are comfortable just birding from a vehicle and roadside, or if you would like to walk through areas as well. The weather backup date will be determined if necessary. Home birders may also contribute to the Cass County count by watching their home feeder. Feeder counters will need to keep track of the time spent observing and will count the maximum number of species seen at one time, not a cumulative for the day. Contact Chris Parks or Laura Canning at Cass County Conservation if you want to contribute, and they will provide guidelines. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.